Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Marketing Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I'm the creator of this podcast, as well as the owner of Abundant Marketing. My team and I pack as much fun-filled marketing information into each show that we create. So buckle up and let's get started. This week on this podcast, I want to share a fun marketing story from my second business, the Carolina Farmhouse. Put very simply, I take old pieces of furniture that you find in Goodwill or Habitat Restore that are broken and ugly, clean them up, refinish them, and sell them online. I tell people that refinishing furniture is the less digital version of my creativity. For those that don't know, the majority of us that are refinishing furniture like this are selling on Facebook Marketplace. I've been doing this about three years now, and in that time, I have seen numerous situations where Facebook doesn't update, improves their software, which we're all very thankful for Facebook, but sometimes Marketplace will have some glitches due to that. When we see these glitches in Facebook Marketplace, for those of us that refinish furniture and we're waiting on our furniture to sell, it makes business a little tough for us and we have to find a way to move our furniture or we have to take a break from refinishing. I was in one of those spots a few years ago and I started brainstorming. I said, if Facebook is not going to behave the way we need it to and get me the sales I need it to, I've got to find another avenue or another platform to make a sale. I didn't want to have to wait on a platform. At this time, it was the pandemic had just begun and I had a retail store. Guys, this was really bad luck. I signed the lease March 1st of 2020 on this retail space. And then we all know what happened later that month. It was just really bad luck and really bad timing. But I was determined to make a bad situation better. So while I was brainstorming, the thought of eBay crossed my mind. The thought of how they do auctions and create demand through auctions crossed my mind. But the next problem was shipping. There was no way I was going to ship furniture. Let me tell you why. For those that don't know, and please let me share and, and educate, the most traumatic thing you can ever do to a piece of furniture is move it. You can almost guarantee there will be damage unless you take very specific precautions. And this is a refinished piece of furniture or just a standard piece of furniture. Guys, wood is not the most strong piece of material. Furthermore, after you refinish a piece of furniture, it takes 30 days for the paint to fully harden on that piece of furniture. And this is typically that sweet spot of when the furniture is being sold. So it's super important to be even more delicate. And when I do sell a piece of furniture, I make that very clear to my customers who are picking up. However, that makes shipping a train wreck waiting to happen. To trust however many people have to touch it before it gets to its home, that's just too much risk. And I didn't want to put that type of risk in my business. So my next thought, is there a way to take eBay And Facebook, with the locality and the location specificity of Facebook, with the auction feature of eBay. So that's exactly what I did. I did an eBay auction on Facebook Marketplace. So obviously it wasn't quite an eBay auction. It was the functionality of an eBay auction within Facebook Marketplace. 
Guys, I still do this once a month. Sometimes I get a piece of furniture and I'm like, oh, this is so cute. It's going to look so great. And then I put it on Facebook Marketplace and no one responds to it. So sometimes it's just an odd piece of furniture. And then sometimes it is truly the glitches in Facebook Marketplace. Either way, I still do this typically at the end of every month when I'm kind of trying to finish up all of the monthly sales and start making a plan for the next month. I do an auction post on Facebook Marketplace. So let me explain how I do this. The product description, it just says farmhouse furniture, furniture dash name your price. Then I list the item as $1 and in the description, I have the same description that I use every time. But in that same description, I kind of lay out the rules. Also in that description, I have all of the items that are available. So I do all of my items all at one time. So let's say I have an end table available, a dresser available, and I don't know, a fun vase that I found at a, a Goodwill. I'll put those three items and I'll list them in the description so they know exactly what's available. Once an offer comes in behind the item in the description, I will put current offer is just so people know. Now, my rules, I explain that I will accept the highest offer by a specific day and time. Typically, I do no more than two days. So if I started on a Friday, it would end Saturday at 9 p.m. I do this because I want to, A, create demand, but B, create that sense of urgency. I don't want it to go forever because, guys, this can get overwhelming pretty quickly. You don't want five days of having to deal with all these messages coming in. You also don't want someone to get distracted or forget that they made an offer and thus you won't make that money. That would be rough. Second, I explain I need to send me a message with their offer on specifically what item. They can't just say, I'll give you 50 bucks. On what? Um, and then I tell individuals once they've made their offer that I will keep them updated as we progress. When I do that, I typically do updates eight hours before it ends, four hours before it ends, one hour before it ends. And then depending on if I have somebody kind of bidding or a couple people, three, four people bidding on one item, then I'll typically keep those individuals updated on whatever that item is specifically. The other thing I do is I make it very clear that this isn't a scam. This is a local small business that's just trying to stimulate the Facebook marketplace algorithm and get a little bit more attention for their products before they head to a home. We're not going to change the price. It's what you say it's going to be is what you're going to get it at. Now it's time for the three questions we always ask in the Small Business Marketing Podcast. Question number one, what was the response rate? Great question. This one is really hard to tell the exact response rate because I've done it so many times. But I've done it so many times, that means it works. So typically every piece of furniture I have minus maybe one or two of the small items will sell. So that's always good. I have never had to let a piece of furniture go for under what I paid for it. Also good. There have also been a couple situations where I had an item that was listed on Facebook for 90 or 100 bucks that a few people got really excited about it because there was a glitch in Facebook and other people couldn't see it. They got really excited about it now that they could see it and it went for over what was asked. I remember very clearly there was a coffee table I had listed for weeks for 90 bucks and I ended up selling it for 125. 
in an auction, which I just thought was crazy, guys. Um, so this one, almost 100% success rate. We always make money. We're always profitable on it. But it sort of depends case to case on how much you're going to sell. Question number two, what problems came with the campaign? Well, where do I start? This campaign has brought a variety of marketing problems, but you would sort of expect that. I was really creating something on Facebook that doesn't exist. So there's always concern number one that I could upset Facebook. And if someone from Facebook hears this and is upset, maybe just go ahead and add the feature in. Everybody loves it. Um, so there's always still that risk to this day that I could upset Facebook and get in trouble for it. Um, there's also the risk of upsetting customers. And there have been times where people are like, I'm not going to play games with you. You tell me what it, the price is or I'm not doing this. Well, I'm just very respectful and I say, hey, that that's not a good fit. And then I leave them alone. I don't say anything else. Um, it's really tough for me and a little frustrating for me because the piece of furniture has been online for so long that if they were interested in it, you had two or three weeks to respond to it at the price it was then. So those are ones that I just don't sweat and I kind of let it go. Um, occasionally, I'm a little concerned that like something could be a little awry at pickup, but honestly, that really hasn't been an issue either. It's really just all online issues and less in person. But again, the negative is definitely much smaller of an issue than the positive from this specific campaign. And number three, would you do it again? Because of the story I've already told, you guys know that not only would I do it again, but I do do it again. Like I do this all the time. If this is something that you guys are interested in giving a try, but aren't quite sure how the logistics work, or you want to see one of the sample posts that I've done, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to send an example, um, answer any questions, or see if maybe there's a way this could apply to your business as well. If you have specific questions, please feel free to head over to our website, AbundantMarketingSM.com, like social media shortened. Fill out that contact form and I'll answer any questions you have. Um, if it's specific to this topic, um, feel free to put your questions in the comments in the form fill out and I'll get those specific ones answered in an email. If you would like to be a speaker in the future and share a marketing campaign that you've done or a campaign that you do regularly, we would love to interview you and get you on the podcast. So again, head over to Abundant Marketing SM and then over to our Small Business Marketing Podcast page. You'll see it off the top of our menu. Thank you for listening to our show. Go out and make it an awesome marketing-filled day.